when, I, when I'm at work, I want to be at work. And my kids used to come to work and hang out at the gym. Uh, to me, that sounds like great balance. That was a horrible idea. Now I'm not doing anything well. Interesting. I'm not hanging out with my kids when they're here and I'm not working well when I'm here. Yeah. I used to go home. I was like, I'm an entrepreneur. I can do what I want. I used to go home at 3.30 in the afternoon. Be like, this is great. I'll work from home, be with the kids. Same deal. I was at home, but I was I had my computer and screens and trying to do work. And now I'm not painting. I'm not present anywhere. Horrible idea. Yeah. Now for me, it's like when I'm at work, I'm at work from six to six. And I'm at home, I'm at home from six to six. It's like, there's a nice synergy and nice balance. We are here because we know the outcomes in our lives are within our control. That taking absolute ownership of how we eat, sleep, train, think, and connect with each other is how we'll optimize our health and happiness. That chasing excellence is how we grab hold of what is possible. Our mission is to live on the run, always chasing, never stopping. Hello, Ben. Patrick. How are you? I'm doing good. Today, we are going to talk about um, we're going to talk about balance, uh, maybe work life balance, but maybe balance just sort of in general. One of the ten components of fitness. That's true. We'll probably won't talk about that specifically. Um, and the and the reason I want to talk to you about this is because I just came across um, and I'm going to pull it up so I can I can read it clearly. Actually, I just deleted it, but um, <laughs> so I won't read it. Uh, I just came across an interview with Jeff Bezos from Amazon talking about um, balance and his belief that. Uh, balance is not what we should be pursuing um, because it implies a trade-off, right? It implies mm -hmm. you have to pick one or the other. Mm -hmm. um, and I think his quote or the quote uh, that he had was that your relationship with with work and you know not work with life is more a circle than it is um, a trade-off, right? And I think that that feels in line with things that you believe. So I wanted to talk to you about this idea of balance and the pursuit of balance and the value of um, pursuing it directly, yeah. I guess. So we've talked a little bit about balance before, but let's maybe give a, a, an overview or a sense of your general thoughts on where, on the value of balance. I, I, I think that balance is a thing that people like inherently feel like is really important to have in their lives. Um, but I, I, disagree with the notion that that is right for everybody. I don't think that everybody should be searching for balance. I think that if you wanna be, we've talked about this before, but if you wanna be the best in the world, if you wanna be a champion, if you wanna, uh, like balance is not probably the thing you should be going for. You should be going all in, right? That's what we talk about. It's like go all in. That's the best way to kind of get yourself to move forward. You know, it's the Elon Musk approach. Like if one guy's working 40 hours a week and you work, 80 hours a week, like you're working two work weeks and one, like that's the easiest way to get forward. So having said that, I've read enough stuff about Elon Musk that know that he's not ultimately happy and fulfilled because no, he doesn't have balance. I just read something that he was, he was talking about. Uh, he, it's not healthy. It's not good what he it, does. It, it, it's uh, it's he, almost he like it's that. a mental disease he has. Like it's like, um, you know, I read the article that on Rolling Stone, which is such an amazing article on him. It was a while back, yeah. but about it's really just about his vulnerability is so inspiring in terms of what he's willing to share, and that he's like lonely and miserable, and he doesn't have any balances while we're talking about this. Yeah. So, um, here's my take: if if that's what you're trying to achieve, and that's what you feel like is going to get you to the end of the game, and be like, "That's I'm so happy I did that," then go for it, like go all in. But that's not me. Mm -hmm. I am the balance guy because I believe that um, having 
you know, I think being like 80% in all four or five, this is the other thing is I don't think it's work life. Right. Work life is just too. So what is work? What is life? Like my, one of my goals is to blur the line between work and play. Mm-hmm. So what, where's the right. dichotomy you, between yeah. the two of those? Is my goal is, yeah. is my goal is to blur the line. Where's the balance at all? So um, a couple of things on this is I believe that you need to balance, but balance across multiple platforms. So he says it's more like a circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the, I like the getting away from the seesaw balancing act. Cause I disagree with that one because yeah. it is a give or take and having that square in the middle is probably pretty tough. I believe it's more like, um, um, like a Frisbee balancing on a pencil mm-hmm. where you have all of these things going on in your life. You have your work, you have your family, you have your friends, social, you have your faith or religion or spirituality, you have your hobbies, you have all of these things going on in your life. And where are you on all of those? Now, if you're, it's kind of like fitness, right? I joked about the 10 components of fitness, <laughs> but it's that. Yeah. If you excel in one area, but you're deficient, in five or six of the other areas of fitness, you're not fit. You are potentially world-class, a marathon runner that can run a marathon in under two hours and 10 minutes. They are, I mean, to say that they're world-class and amazing is, is like the understatement of the, the year, right? Mm-hmm. Those guys run under five minute miles for an entire marathon. Insanity. But have those guys jump on our squat rack. Have them jump on a 24 inch box. Have them try to do a all out assault bike test. Like have them try to rescue someone from a burning building. Like they're not gonna be the guys you want in that situation. They don't have general fitness. What we're talking about is general balance. So it's not just what do you squat? What do you, what's your mile time? There's so many other factors that come into this. It's not how many hours of work do you, uh, how many hours a week do you work and how many hours are you home you know, or how many nights are you with the family having dinner? It's not just that. Because mm-hmm. there's also five factors of health, right? There's also like, okay, how's your nutrition? How's your stress? Where's your spirituality at? And all the rest. So think about all those things sitting on, um, having their spot on the Frisbee and keeping that balance. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the reason I think that balance matters is, you know, I was watching, uh, I was scrolling through, um, Instagram with my son Bodhi, who is six right now, and he we I, I just follow a ton of like nature stuff. So we look at like polar bears and yeah, nature is metal. Yeah, all those stuff. The number of people who have come up to me and, and commented on nature is metal. It's is, it's it's yeah. a, it's a you've turned a lot wa- of people. It's on. a wild <laughs> sight. I mean, it's like there's times like you look at it, you're like, oh no, I want to erase that from my mind, but it's still so entertaining. Um, again, we're turning people yeah. on. To the, yeah, um, and I will yeah, look at like turned, Earth, Earth picks, and I look at all these things, right? Yeah. So we scroll through this. Um, and I also follow like business stuff. So I'm scrolling through this stuff and, um, Kevin O'Leary, the guy from Shark Tank, okay. uh, right? Is that right? Kevin O'Leary? I don't know. He's I, Mr. Wonderful. The he's, older the, guy? he's the bald guy. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So. Um, he's kind of the negative guy on the show. Um, but he gets on and he has this monologue with some B-roll over it, right? It's like, and he's talking about how, um, it's kind of like this, he, it's this Instagram, um, video, which is kind of in your face. It's brash and it's abrasive the way he is. He's like, listen to me, you want to be an entrepreneur. And it's all about entrepreneurship. He's like, you got to forget about family picnics. You have to forget about your friends. You have to forget about your hobbies. You don't get to have any of it. And you know, we watch, we get about <laughs> 20 seconds. This, and my six-year-old just turns to me. He goes, why can't we do family picnics? <laughs> And he, a great question. And he's right. He's like, I. we've been ingrained in this idea that if you want to be an entrepreneur, and I don't know if this is, this, but if you want to be um, 
you know, I use the word entrepreneur for anything. If you want to get ahead, right? You have to give up so much in the process. And I really, really vehemently disagree with that. Mm -hmm. I actually, it's like the idea behind that is like, think of all of the literature out there about how um, solitude and um, um, creating like buffers in your life and time on your own creates more mental clarity. Mm -hmm. Well, how does that not transfer over to, so you're saying like being to the grindstone, your face in your computer and burning the midnight oil for 20 you know, hours a day is the way to get ahead? Like, I don't think so. I just don't think that's the path. Yeah, let alone what we know about the value of, uh, or the correlation between relationships and health. Okay, absolutely. Right. So all of it, and health is not just your, you know, what's your VO2 max right. and what do you bench right. press? It's your mental health as yep. well. So creativity and inspiration and drive and commitment, all those things come into play. But here's my biggest one is, and I, I, I talk um, about this because it hits home for me on a personal level, both from my own family experiences and I have some friends in this uh, very similar situations, which is, you know, we get, you know, ingrained with this idea that um, push really hard through school, get really good grades. If you get good grades, you get to go to a good college. If you get to go to a college, you get the really good job. You get the really good job, you work your tail off as hard as you can for a few years. So my best friend growing up, this is the story of him. Mm -hmm. This is um, partially the story of my dad, minus the good grades. He didn't struggle in school, but he busted his ass. Yeah. And this was his game plan. The game plan was for both of these guys and people like my best friend and my dad, the game plan was, I'm gonna work so hard. I'm gonna work so hard. I'm gonna sacrifice a lot so that I can retire at age 40 or 45. And when I do that, I'll have my whole life ahead of me and I'll be able to kick with my family and my wife and do all my travel and hobbies. And guess what happens? They get to that age where they hit 40 or 45. And if they do retire, they don't, they've broken enough things along the way. Now I'm not saying my best friend and my dad broke things along the way because both of them have great families and I have a great relationship with my dad and all the rest. but. It's not there the way they thought it was going to be there. Yeah. It's not like, okay, now it's like right off into the sunset. That's not the way it goes. They didn't have good social. They didn't have friends. They didn't, their family um, was not there. My dad is now divorced. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't have the hobbies to fall back on because they had pushed so hard. I have another um, guy that came to the gym that's an entrepreneur. He's trying to start this software business. Really successful lives the life of the entrepreneur, 18 hour work days, comes home and he's also going through a divorce. So here's the thing is like, we've been told this story, like you don't get the family vacations, you don't get the, the picnics, you don't get the social times, you don't get to have hobbies. Like, okay, for what end? Like we're chasing, we're trying to climb these ladders as fast as we possibly can. And the ladders are leaning up against the wrong walls. Mm -hmm. Like who cares how fast we're going up that ladder? Figure out at the end, what is the end? And I mean, like at the end, like of your life, when you look back on it, what is the thing that you're going to say is the thing that you're happy you pursued? Like I, to me, the biggest failure is achieving things that don't matter. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to be some chasing something that does not matter. So figure out, this is why balance matters. Figure out not right now, what's the things you want to achieve? But in hindsight, what are the things that you're going to look back on and say, these are really, I'm really glad I put time and effort and energy and resources into these. 
and um, then create the balance across those. Mm -hmm. And for most people, it has something to do with those five things, right? Mm -hmm. It has to do with your um, your work, your achievements, your career. It has to do with your family, your wife, your kids. It has to do with your health. Um, it has to do with uh, friendships and other relationships. And that has to do with some of like your passions, your pursuits, your hobbies, something else, potentially also your spirituality. So here's my take on balance. And this is kind of like, imagine life is a game in which you take those five or six things and each one of them is represented by a ball. And the goal is to keep all five of those up in the air at one time. It's not just, let's see how high we can throw work and let the other ones fall out, you know, fall off the sides. Keep them all balanced in the air at the same time. Obviously, that's a juggling and it's a balancing act, right? But here's the interesting thing. All of the balls are not rubber. They're actually made of glass. And if you drop one of them, it could get scuffed, scratched, cracked, or permanently destroyed your health, right? If you bust your ass so hard at work, you might not be alive, right? right? Your relationships, your family, you bust your ass so hard, you do all these things, or forget about like work, it might be like you're so, you're like, you're, you have these passions, you're a golfer and you golf on top of your 40 hour work week or part-time work, you golf 72 holes, you know, I don't even know, like 36 holes a day, mm -hmm. right? You play two rounds a day. Like, guess other things are gonna suffer, right? Yeah. Now, all if you drop one of them, it might, you might not get it back. But here's the one kind of interesting thing. The one called work, the one called career, is not made of glass. That's made of rubber. And if you drop it, it will bounce back. And most people have the opposite view, right? Which is the opposite. That's the one they're working so hard to keep up in the air. So to me, make sure that's in play because it matters. I want you to have security and <clears throat> success and achieve your financial and career goals. I'm the first one to like, yeah. I, I, I'm really driven. Um, but um, at the same time, like figure out, realize, recognize that the other ones matter just as much, if not more. Yeah. When, 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 you know, as I'm listening, the, the, what's in my head is, you know, we talk about balance and, and you know, entrepreneurship or, you know, again, you, you can broaden that word out as to, to mean really anything. But the thing that that's in my head is, is it's a, it's a conversation about uh, ambition to some degree and where you allow ambition and where you allow uh, everything else, right? The balance between ambition and the rest of your life. Cause I think that's the thing that when we talk about myself included, when we talk about people who want to build things or we want to uh, forge our own path or whatever it is, again, speaking for myself, the challenge that I've had is knowing where to say, okay, this ambition is is a good thing and it's leading me in the, yep. in the right direction and knowing where to keep the the rest of it and, and knowing where that trade-off actually comes and knowing like, you don't want to let go of the ambition. Yeah. But you also can't let go of everything else. So um, ambition is something that you should never make an excuse for or never try to, never try to curtail. The thing is, make sure that that ambition um, is driving you in the right place. Mm -hmm. So don't try and curtail your your ambition at all. Like, But just realize, and maybe the thing is like, realize that you want to achieve, like you, like you want to achieve, you want to create, you want to make things, you want to be do bold things. You shouldn't funnel all that down into the career and work thing. Mm. 
that should go into the other ones as well. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying is like, make sure you're, the ladder that you're trying to climb is leaning up against the right wall. If it's not leaning up against the right wall, you're just climbing, climbing, climbing to get to the end and be like, Elon Musk is at the end. He's like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Mars, but Yes, he's on Mars yeah. by himself saying like, oh man, I wish that, you know, and he's the first one to admit like, yeah. Like this is not something that I'm saying is the right thing. So um, I want the ambition. I want the drive. I want the motivation. I want the um, the pursuit of excellence. I want it in all the areas, right? So I think the big thing to do there is to create some metrics and create some bright lines mm-hmm. so you can be ambitious and you can measure your ability to do that. Because I think what a lot of people do is they go towards a career one because it's so tangible yeah there's a lot of feedback i make do you make twenty two thousand dollars and just tie it to your salary right do i make twenty two thousand dollars a year or two hundred twenty thousand dollars a year or two million dollars a year like that's how successful i am in my own like career well imagine if you got a score the way you would there or the way you would like when you're doing a rowing workout and like every stroke it gives you like (laughs) this is where you are this is where you are about your your family life as well like if you had a scorecard for that and everyone else could also see it. Like we can with, oh, you bought a $65,000 car. I, you must be doing well. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you moved into the bigger house. You got the, the penthouse apartment in the city. You, he must be doing very well. Well, imagine you've had that same sort of visual representation for family and your relationships. Like, wouldn't that totally change the ball game? Like we, the goal should be, can we create those metrics for ourselves? Yeah. And this is what we talked about. You know, <clears throat> I do a... Um, a lukewarm job at this at best, but I'm trying, yeah. I'm, at least I'm trying to create scorecards for myself so that I can measure where I am in this area. So mm-hmm. that's why I do this because I'm trying to figure out, yeah, I, I want to do this in my career, but I also want to do it in other areas. And if I just kind of let my ambition get the best of me, the other stuff's going to fall off the map because yeah. I get a scorecard every day, <laughs> right. you know, as an entrepreneur, like if I work hard, I get feedback right away. It's not even like the corporate nine to five where you look for your 3% raise every right. year, right. you know, maybe every five years you get the bump and you get the promotion. This is like, as an entrepreneur, it's like every day, every week, I get the validation of like my work and my efforts. It's really easy for me to put all of it into one bucket, but that's not what balance is about. Right. Um, I had a thought. <laughs> Freaky. I forget what it was. Oh, I think what it was is it t- ties back to your. <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe I won't edit that block of empty air out. Um, I think it goes back to the the marathon example that you gave, which is um, they're choosing not to be balanced, right? They're choosing yeah, right. by the way that they're training to not be able to do a back squat with you know ninety five yeah. pounds on. Um, Elon Musk is choosing to have zero personal relationships in his life. Because that's just what they're choosing, and I, the 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 thing I like about what you're saying is, it is actually a choice. So if you if you if you don't want to go in that direction, then you have to make the choice to say, how am I going to make sure that I don't, right? And I think that that's interesting. It, it, but uh, just to counter that, or to um, dot 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 another thought, I'm not against right. the Elon Musk approach. No. Thank God there are people like Elon Musk, like you know. Um, Katrin, when I train her to be the best athlete in the world, she doesn't have balance. And I talk to her about that. And we purposely go against balance. Like she doesn't have room for 
really, you know, a lot of the other stuff that 25 year old girls are doing right. in her life. She has to be all in. So if you want to be that world changer, you're probably going to sacrifice balance. And I'm okay with that. In mm-hmm. fact, like that's a really cool thing if that's what sets you on fire. Mm-hmm. But I think what a lot of people are doing is that they're not figuring out what sets them on fire. They're in default mode and they're going what society says is the thing to pursue. And that's what I would like. Let's pull back the curtain and let's make sure we're not just going autopilot and on default and doing what everyone said we should be doing. Yeah. Let's make sure we're doing what we feel is going to make us fulfilled. I know we've talked about it a little bit and I know that Catherine wouldn't say that what she's doing is sacrifice at all, right? She wouldn't right, she wouldn't yeah. label it as that. But do you guys talk about her or do you know that she thinks about the 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 does she have the awareness like I'm le- these are things that I'm willingly ignoring or not paying attention to now in order to chase this like or is it so much so that I ju- she just wants to be that one percent that she doesn't even think about no absolutely no she's she's we're well aware of the things that are not in her life that would be otherwise if she was not pursuing yeah. this um she moved she's incredibly close with her family she moved across the ocean away from her family so like there goes that right yep. she hasn't um you know, d- done the boyfriend thing, you know, it, it, since I started working with her because there's no room for it. You know, mm-hmm. if she's for what she's chasing, she's singularly focused. You know, there's a lot, most 25 year old girls are doing the nightlife scene, you know, uh, you know, when Saturday night rolls around, they're not, you know, doing their recovery protocols at 7.30 PM, yeah. you know, and being in bed by 8.45. Like she, we're ultimately aware, it'd be ridiculous for me to just say like, you know, this is this is the life you're living, and this is what the way it is. Like mm-hmm. we're, you got to be, um, you know, there. It's we we expose all of it, and she knows where she is. Is she better because of that awareness of it, or do you think it's not even possible to? So to it's as you said, doing? like she's she, we're we're so aware of it, but she doesn't see it as a sacrifice. Right. That's I mean, that's the other side of this. It's just, she's but I guess like, the question is, she's is not that, like, oh man, I wish I could be. The wish I could be yeah. is like that doesn't cross our vocabulary whatsoever. She's like, I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing. There's nothing else in the world I'd want to be doing. Um, you know, I was listening to this interview with uh, Kobe Bryant um, with Nick Saban. They did this like behind the scenes thing. And um, Kobe is obviously one of these guys. He's like the, you know, one of the, probably the top 10 basketball players of all time. And his whole thing is like, um, you know, when, when people talk about balance or people talk about having fun or like, you know, what's the fun in like being excellent? He just, he, he laughs and he says, that's such an average thing to say. That's what average people talk about is like having fun in the moment and like, you know, it's not about why, why pursue excellence to put all the pressure on yourself and all this one percents. And um, he's like, I want to be the best in the world. And he talks about one of his friends. Um, I'm going to butcher the name, but um, Natalie. I mean, um, she's a gymnast that's been like a five time world champion champion. I'm not, I'm not going to try. Okay. Um, I want to try, but she has to be so bad. Uh, Is it definitely Natalie? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's okay. Natalie Comanucci, something along those lines. Oh, yeah, something like that. Something along those lines. Notice how I said that really quietly. Yeah, really, nobody will hear it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he asked her because she's, you know, through her teenage years was yeah. following through this. He said, you know, do people, um, you know, 
um, how do you feel like, cause people have asked me cause they're friends, you know, she's given up her whole childhood. Like what about going to the mall and you know, like all this, like the friends and she goes like, what? Like I get to be the best in the world. I get to travel all over the world and see everything, have these amazing experiences and literally be the best that's ever lived to do this thing. Like, I don't want the, I don't want the other stuff. I don't want the balance. Mm -hmm. And that's how those people think. And they're, because of that, they are not sacrificing anything. Kobe Bryant might not have the best relationship with his wife, uh, maybe not the best relationship with his kids. And he admits that. He says, um, you know, if you want to beat me, you have to give up your relationships with your wife, your nights out, your uh, relationship with your kids, dot, 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 because I have. And if you do it today, you can't catch me because I gave that up <laughs> 10 years ago. Right. It's like, it's like that's so, that ultimate awareness is phenomenal though, right? He's not doing it because someone, society has said, go do this. He's like, I'm totally aware of what's going on. I realize the lack of balance in my life and I am not just okay with this. I love this. Mm -hmm. It sets me on fire. What I'm afraid of is like the people like my dad and my best friend. That's who I want to talk to. And the people that are doing this because they feel like there's going to be this big, like ride off into the sunset moment at, and it, when they get there, the horse is gone, the curtains have closed, and no one's in the stands to watch the ride off. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. And that's why that's why it speaks so loudly to me because I've seen this in real life, in real time. Um, I don't want to get to that. I want to blur the line between work and play today. I want to make sure I have balance with the seesaw. I want to make sure I'm keeping all the balls juggled up in the air. If I happen to drop one, let it be work because I know it'll bounce back. Mm -hmm. And then from there, hopefully at any given point in my life, I can look at it and be like, Everything is in place. I'm okay with where I am. Yeah, some place might be at a, at an 8.5 and others at 6.5, but I don't want anything to be below a six where I'm at, where it's a threat. Right. And it's interesting because even with your balance, like I know, and we've talked about it a little bit here, but there are still things that you uh, you cut out of your life, right? The things that aren't that don't support, you know, those four or five or six, whatever the 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 balls like. It's not as if pursuing balance means, you know, uh, you spend all Sunday in your pajamas eating ice cream all day, <laughs> unless football's on, yeah. which maybe you do. But you know what I mean? Like that, that there's yeah. still, you're still being aware enough to say, okay, I want balance. That's, this is what that means. And these are all the things that don't support those. Yeah. So like specific, we talked about this before, but like, um, for me, like when, I, when I'm at work, I want to be at work and my kids used to come to work and hang out at the gym. Uh, to me, that sounds like great balance. That was a horrible idea. Now I'm not doing anything well. Interesting. I'm not hanging out with my kids when they're here and I'm not working well when I'm here. Yeah. I used to go home. I was like, I'm an entrepreneur. I can do what I want. I used to go home at 3.30 in the afternoon. Be like, this is great. I'll work from home, be with the kids. Same deal. I was at home, but I was I had my computer and screens and trying to do work. And now I'm not painting. I'm not present anywhere. Horrible idea. Yeah. Now for me, it's like when I'm at work, I'm at work from six to six. And I'm at home, I'm at home from six to six. It's like, there's a nice synergy and nice balance. Mm -hmm. At weekends, I don't answer phones. I don't check emails. I don't, I've created these really bright lines for myself. Um, and by the way, I'm, I struggle with it. I'm working on yeah. it. Like no one's there. I'm not at all. Like, holy cow, if I'm not better at this in two years, like uh, that's, gonna be a, <laughs> that's not gonna be a good thing, right? I need right. to get a lot better at this. But what I'm doing in the process is creating these bright lines, these principles to which drive my behaviors, 
um, to make sure that these are my scorecards. When I get home, if I need to go and be on my computer while I'm at home, like that's not a good, that's not good for me, right? Mm-hmm. And if I'm at work, but I need to be doing like family stuff while I'm at work, like that's not a good thing for me. So like that's how I'm creating the balance. I'm creating it like with these hard line, fast things, like this is how I'm gonna define it. And then I live inside of that definition. And, you know, I'll be in meetings that last until 5.35 and at 5.35, I'm like, guys, I have five minutes before I need to leave because mm-hmm. I need to be home by six o'clock. I'll, you know, people will call me, I'll see phone calls coming in at night and they just don't get answered. It's like, that's the way it works for me. Yep. Discipline equals freedom. That's right. Oh, look at that. Look at that. All right, let's wrap it up there. Thanks. Thank you. In the next episode of Chasing Excellence. It's, um, I think that's why people resonate with it. I think that's why people um, connect with it is because, as you said, they feel like they're the only ones in the world going through these things because no one else is talking about it. Just search for Chasing Excellence wherever you listen to your podcasts or on YouTube. And thanks. Thanks.